Hey everybody, welcome back to Arcade Cozy, the coziest game room on the internet. My name is Chris. My name is Corey. And I am a little sickly, still Corey. That's tough because unlike most weeks where this is the coziest game room on the internet, this is going to be the most um, Spartan rage fueled uh, room on the internet. <laughs> I couldn't find the word for a second. <laughs> You did a good job. I liked it. No, I, I was, uh, was going to say studio. I'm like, that's the wrong word. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, it wasn't until I switched into kind of, cause I don't like, I can hear it in myself and I don't even mean to, but like whenever I'm doing the intro thing, like I can feel the voice switch over. Yeah. And whenever I did it, it was like a the struggle. Podcast voice. Right. It was a struggle to make it happen where I was like, Oh no, this is. Like there's some rasp happening yeah. in here. Um, yeah, I um, recently probably just got over COVID again, um, which is which is fun. Again, I probably have it as well. Yeah, you're you're she, potentially she on the on the front end. I, I've um, tested negative, so okay. Yeah, um, yeah. My wife, even in the midst of like just hacking up all sort of colors, was also negative so <laughs> yeah, we'll see yeah um how's your wife feeling through it it's a it's not fun. tough time yeah, yeah no um because we had it like two years ago around this exact time um she was down bad then and uh she was yesterday she's feeling a bit better today it's not as bad okay. as it was the last time but still not super great it's not great i mean yeah it's not great in any sort of capacity but you know it's the times we live in Corey. Mm -hmm. (laughs) um but how's your week been otherwise i mean it's been pretty pretty great um had the day off work friday was yeah uh, friday um and i picked up god of war on wednesday god of war ragnarok and that has just been my last five days yeah just ragnarok and just ragnarok. Oh boy it is i am ragnaroking <laughs> it is yeah. so good yeah i had the so i mentioned it in our last episode but like it ended up um just kind of timing out where i was i was taking a week off beginning the day that um ragnarok came out meanwhile i also begin covid the day that (laughs) comes out on top of also having like house like the whole reason i took off in the first place being to work on the house and do all this kind of stuff like the first night that i had ragnarok like it i had it loaded up we were doing all we had been doing all this stuff i was exhausted i made it like i played 20 minutes before i was like i was like i am too tired for, I was like, I cannot even. Um, so I had to, I've been piecemealing it a little bit here and there. I'm yep. definitely, I'm definitely further behind than you or most of most people, I feel like, but um, still enjoying it. Still, still finding that time to squeeze it in, squeezing a little, nice. little Kratos. Here and there. That. I think we're both significantly farther behind most people. I feel like a lot of people have probably sped to the finish by now. Yeah. 
there there is at least 0.01% of the population that have platinumed it. I'm going for the plat. First yeah. run. I mean, yeah. I'm aiming for it. We'll see if that happens, though. Yeah. Um, which, speaking, I mean, like, I don't, I honestly don't know what the trophies are, but even some of the, like, playing through the 2018 and going for the platinum, like, not too long ago, one of the biggest frustrations was the Odin's Ravens. If you're not, like, yeah, if you're not I've aware, like, yeah, that's one of the collectibles in. In both of these, the the second one also has Odin's Ravens, but in the first game, they're they're like they like they're they're, they're an really ethereal hidden. green, right? Mm. They're they're well hidden, but they're also really difficult to see. Like mm-hmm. I don't know if I had like a setting weird, but like whenever I was playing it, there were times where like I was staring directly at it, and yeah. it would only be like once it flew in, like there was some sort of contrast like it would fly into a different part of the environment and my eye could detect it that like I would then know where it was in here. It's a lot like a lot brighter, a lot like they, they seem like they're a lot easier to find. Not, not that they're easier, just like you can, once you see them, you can see them. Um, so I'm hoping there's stuff like that. I'm sure. And I'm also hoping there's like, the equivalent of Valkyrie kind of stuff because legitimately like yeah. I enjoyed that part of the of the yep. first God of War, finding those Valkyries and getting face smashed over and over. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, yeah. Um so yeah, everybody, Corey, myself, um, we're gonna talk about God of War Ragnarok today later. First later. Corey. Yeah, we, have, we have some pressing stuff first. We have pressing things. Um, there was a... Let's get into it. There was a yep. Nintendo Indie World Direct. Our favorite kind. Yes. Um, not a third-party direct, not a first-party direct, but an Indie Direct. Corey, yes. you watched it four times i hear over and over and over and over again what did you think to these people um (laughs) i did not watch it well so i i didn't watch all of it i i've seen a couple of clips um and i do want to say one thing i appreciate that i feel like nintendo does the best when it comes to directs or showing off or like hey here's what's coming um, with between their Indie World showcases, uh, their Nintendo Directs, and I feel like every now and then they drop just, uh, hey, these 10 games are now also coming to Switch as well, so yeah. on and so forth. Yeah. Uh, I feel like they do a really good job of just keeping you fed with info of what's to come. So I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I saw a couple of clips. Um, I saw more on Block, which I'm still very excited for. Um, that is the black and white game with the, was it the fox and the deer? Yes. Uh, yeah. Very like painterly. Very. Yes. Yeah. Still looks a delight. Um, I believe it's, um, oh, what was it called? Till death do us? No. Uh, happy uh, death day. Happy death day. Yeah. No, wait, that's a movie. <laughs> Oh yeah, that is a movie. Yeah. That's a horror movie, isn't it? Yeah, um, no, no, no. yeah, I remember. So this game has been out on Steam since the beginning of this year, and I've been hoping it would come to other stuff. Yeah, every single time I think of this game, 
I get it confused with something that isn't this game. Yeah, let me look it up. Um, till death do us part. Is it happy? Till, yeah. Till it's. Oh my god! It's a. It's a roguelike, everybody. Yes. We <laughs> sound so incredibly is, uninformed right now as we're like, oh, let's talk about this. I just can't remember yeah, its, it's name. Yeah. Regardless. So it, it, go ahead. You keep going. No, you're, you're, you go. You go. No, I mean, it just looks like a wonderful <laughs> roguelike. Um, they, I mean, I feel like roguelikes have been coming thick and fast in recent years. Um, and I, I feel like a lot of people are bringing new and fresh ideas to the genre instead of the general, just like a rogue legacy or a dead cells, um, or something, something along those lines of just like, Hey, we're dropping you in. You're just going to go for it. There's been Hades. There's been cult of the lamb. And this looks like it's going to fall more into like that category. Yeah. It's going to be offering just a little bit more outside your base, like go and get through all of this as fast and as best as you can doing a no hit run. It just, it offers more flavors. And I think you can, conti- people can continue pushing the roguelike genre like further by adding more elements of light between, um, you know, of the form simming, um, I'm talking cold of the lamb in that regards, but also how Hades had interactions where there was reward and death and moving, progressing other storylines. Um, and then on top of that, Rogue Legacy 2 dropped on Switch immediately, which is also yep. a win because I feel like Switch to, I mean, this could be a conversation we could have for another day, but I feel like Switch is the best console for roguelikes, uh, a place where you can. It feels very natural just to go in and out. It's handheld. It goes into sleep mode. You can cut it back on. You can be back in your game in like four seconds. Yep. Um, it is, I feel like it's very designed for like to be very user-friendly in that regard. And so it's very exciting to be like, hey, here's Rogue Legacy 2. A lot of people love it. A lot of people don't like it as much as the first one. Regardless, now it's here on a console that is very readily like optimized for it. Yeah. Um, which is a pretty cool win. Yeah. Um, those are my big highlights. Uh, other, other than inscription is also coming to switch. You should yep. pick it up as well. Um, wherever you play games, but if you have a switch and you want inscription, you should do it. Yeah. Um, it's also called have a nice death. Have a nice what death. It yeah. It is, <laughs> it is, um, yeah, it's, it, I mean, no offense to the name, love it, but maybe it's just me. But yeah, I have. N- there has not been a single time that I've thought of that game and have gotten the name right in the first three tries. Um, but yeah, it's very like it has the art style of some of the newer like Rayman games that have come out, like Rayman mm-hmm. Origins, Rayman Legends, um, and what looks like the combat of something like a Hollow Knight mixed with the theme of something like a death store um where it's like mundane grim reaper Mm. you know corporate nonsense um so i'm all about it i'm excited um very excited yeah rogue legacy 2 hitting switch honestly was like one of the most exciting things just because i mean partially like the original rogue legacy took a very long time to come to switch i think relative to 
um, like when it released. Like I played it on PlayStation consoles um, whenever I played it initially. And then it was a while later, I think, before it made it over to Switch. Let's see, initial release 2013, Switch 2018. So, yeah. Wow. as well um which granted the switch did not exist for most of that but still um it uh <laughs> it still took a little while um but yeah it's uh burger legacy 2 i've heard very good things about um and honestly would like to kind of fit in some of it before the end of the year i think it would be a bunch of fun um your goatee list um, who knows the original rogue legacy was really good really solid I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Um, honestly, like one of the bigger things that I was that I'm really excited for, um, Sports Story comes out. Mm-hmm. Got a release date for December of 2022. Um, for anybody who's not aware, Sports Story is the follow up to Golf Story, which came out on Switch probably 2017 ish. Um, and it was very like, like it was very old Game Boy Color style top down mm-hmm. golf stuff, but it was, it was like a, you know, it, it had almost like JRPG elements where you're traveling to these towns and you were doing odd tasks and a lot of your golfing, like you were very rarely were you golfing actual golf games. It was like you were doing activities that, had a golf kind of like structure to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this is sports story where it is like, even in their tagline, it's, it's a game about sports, but not always. And it's like supposed to take, yeah. it's supposed to take that where it's like, okay, it's not all, it's going to be some golf. It's going to be some soccer. It's going to be some tennis. It's going to be some mm-hmm. fishing. It's going to be, but like also there are scenes, at least from the trailer, there's like a, it looks like a detective type of thing. And like you're in a dungeon and at one point you're in a stealth sequence that looks like metal gear solid. And you're like, I mean, just all of this, like this stuff where you're doing who knows what, who knows why you're doing that? (laughs) Who knows what's going on? Um, But it seems like they're really blowing it out to make like this really interesting story. Um, So I'm very excited about it. And again, comes out December 2022. It's coming. May fit in there on that goodie list. Maybe crack that top spot. What, like five days before we record or something like that? Who knows? If it happens, Who it's going to... That conversation's going to be had. Um, yeah, all of a sudden, there are a significant number of games that need to be addressed yeah. before the, before yeah. the end of the It's year. winding down. It's winding yeah. down. Um, but yeah, yeah, uh, other than that, not much news, if any. I don't know. I'm sure there was something. Um, but Probably. the the biggest news, Corey, you finished uh, Plague's Tale, Requiem. Yes. Had you finished? I don't know. Maybe I hadn't. Had you finished that before whenever we recorded last week? I couldn't remember. No, I had, I had not okay. finished it. I was very near the end. Uh, and I have now. Um, finished it and man oh man that has to 
I I think I texted you. It is probably the most sad ending <laughs> in any game I've ever played. Ever. Is, <laughs> yeah, it was soul crushing. Um, well, that's fun. It it is a it is not a a happy story. Um, okay. By any measure, um, it it was brutal, actually. Okay. Um, but. Um, sorry to every, anyone who's like, you know, I might pick that up when you're now like, maybe I shouldn't pick that up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, it's, uh, it, it's an incredible game. I thought it continued to build upon itself, offer new stuff all the way throughout together. The story was all, also incredibly good. I found it very like motivating. I found the characters, um, very likable or like very, um, what's the word? Not like, Oh, I hate, like, I hate that character, but very yeah. much like I understand like why you're a bad guy. Like, right. I understand. Yeah. Like I'm not, you're not sympathetic. Um, right. But I understand like your motivations and how you've gotten to this place. It was all yeah. the characters felt very fleshed out, except for maybe one who was kind of felt just kind of little shoved in there. But I thought they okay. did really well. Uh, I'm trying to keep it vague in case anyone's playing it and they don't uh, want spoilers or you're going to play it. But um, again, like I said, it is an incredibly sad ending. So like it's not a happy tale if you're yeah i would it's i would almost preface that going into the game of like if you are hoping for something very like inspiring hopeful xyz that you're not going to get it here i think that's kind of good to know going in because i feel like a lot of games very much you know try to like tie things off in a very nice bow yeah yeah it's tied off in in a in a nice bow but it is, it, yeah. But it's that tough. bow, it's been um, set on fire. Though I, I think it it lands the ending very well. Like I didn't have any quarrels with it. It is such a beautiful story. I very much enjoyed it. Um, there may be, it might be a trilogy. Maybe okay. Um, there, there, there's they left themselves room at the end for potentially another story. Um, I don't know if they'll take it, but they, they, they could if they wanted to. Um, yeah, altogether, it was very good. Um, tough at the end, but it, it is a beautiful end at the same time, too. Like, you know, you, it's, it's a gut punch, but it feels earned. It, yeah. It didn't. I didn't feel like it cheated any corners. Nothing felt like they did it just for the sake of doing uh, X or doing Y. Uh, everything felt earned, deserved, and it felt like a natural, not con- potential conclusion um, if they want it to be, but a nat- a natural ending. So yeah. very good. It, um, it, it'll definitely be on my goatee list. It will probably be very high. Um, I don't know. There's not a lot of games that I feel like have been able to stick a landing with like the weight that of a, a story as this one did. And yeah. I think it, it landed on two feet like very solidly. Very nice. Probably give it like an eight and a half, maybe nine. Look at you. What? It's really you liked good. that almost as much as Nino Kuni, Wrath of the White Witch. Shut your on PlayStation mouth. 3. 
Nintendo DS, oh, Nintendo Switch, PlayStation Four. Here, no, I I think like I mean I, I think you're right. Like it's it is one of those things where like I think it's maybe it's not easy, but it's it's one of those things where you can make something sad and it not feel earned. Like you can just yeah. go through and just like shoot somebody in the face and uh, you know yeah. this like all of a sudden you're just sad but is it like a is it something that like actually affects you in some way or is it just something that makes you like repulsed or make you just like yep. as a human person feel some sort of way and so like you know I think it is a powerful thing especially to have like a small studio go in and be like hey here's this like really I actually don't know if they're small they're like who knows? They made Microsoft yeah. Flight Simulator. Simulator. I'm sure they can't be like Pretty tiny, big. but <laughs> they're they're a lesser known studio. And um, the fact that like they're going in and creating like a what kind of amounts to, you know, I, and I mean this in the best possible way, like a knockoff PlayStation studio. Yeah, I mean type of game like third um, person over the shoulder cam, you know, lots of stealth, very impactful story, lots of cutscenes. I mean, it has every check mark you could do down the list of Sony PlayStation exclusive title. Yeah, um, and does it better than a lot of them? What better than Last of Us? Um, I mean, God of War. Hold on. So we're, we're, you're talking about Ghost of Tsushima? I mean, I'd put it on par with Ghost of Tsushima, yeah. What? I mean, God of War and Last of Us, we're talking like... What? What is, in my eyes and many people's eyes, like the pinnacle of gaming to date. Um, You can probably toss the Elden Ring up in there now. Um, Ghost of Tsushima is a a phenomenal game that I love, and I I would put this alongside it in terms of story, execution, gameplay, which you're getting. Um... Yeah, I think it it's it hits a lot of marks. Is it the same flavors? Two very different flavors. You know, we're looking at a delicious cheesecake over here, and maybe some like really good strawberry gelato over here. But they're still good. I get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. I was trying to look for a gasp sound effects, um, which (gasps) I don't have. So yeah, like (laughs) I need to I need to fill out my board a little bit better. Um, But here's an whoa um sorry now i'm just browsing the royalty-free archives um wow yeah i i mean that's the that's the only thing that keeps me from it is just the fact that it's sad like weren't so sad i think i'm i think it is devastatingly sad yeah which is not great for me It, it has some very incredible moments throughout of like just pure innocence, I guess mm-hmm. is the best way to put it. Um, it also has like plenty of moments where you're like, that is just br- not like sad, brutal, but like horrific, brutal, like, oh, that's just rough. Then there's just the really sad moments where you're like, I would like to ball up and cry. <laughs> oh, well. On a happier note, Corey. Yes. Um, I finished up uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Xenoblade Summer. Which, um, Fall yeah. Fall and going almost into winter. Yeah. I mean, I played the, I 
did play two Xenoblade games this year, starting in the summer and finishing now. Um, who knew? 22. Yeah, who knew it would happen? Um, Give me all the deets. It was very good. Like, I honestly was very surprised just... And I've said it before, like, but I was very surprised going into it that like I enjoyed it as much as I did Um, because I really didn't expect that. I kind of like half expected going in to be like, you know, how I'm going to feel the same way about this that I do Xenoblade one and two, one, one of which I've just played like, um, but so much of the game, like. I mean, it's not, I don't even think there's any one thing. It's not like it's, oh, it's the same game, but better at this one thing. I think it's just a whole package. Like it feels so much more complete, so much more interesting. Like Mm -hmm. the characters, like I like them better. I like their interactions better. I like the story better. I like the world and the overall like setup better. I like the combat better. Um, there's just so much of it that overall just kind of like fit together. Um, and I think like, especially as you go on, you know, I'm not going to spoil anything, but you know, they're just like really, there's some really cool callbacks. Like if you are somebody who has played Xenoblade one and two, like there's some callbacks that are in there that like are legitimately, Oh, this is kind of cool. Like it's never really, it's never addressed at least to my knowledge. Like it's never sat there and be like, okay, this is what you're looking at. But it is a thing where it's like, you've played those games. You can take that like appreciation and be like, Oh, okay. I get where this is coming from. And it really is kind of neat how it sets a lot of that stuff up. Um, the trying to think the, um, I didn't do like, so a lot of the like side, cause like Xenoblade we've, we mentioned it before, but like Xenoblade three has like kind of like a tier list whenever it comes yes. to yes. side quests and stuff. So, I mean, it's kind of like you have your basic side quest, but then you have your like hero quests and then yep. you have like your favor quests that are like yep. basically just fetch quests. Like most of the side, most of like the lower tier side quest, you can kind of, like you can take your lead. Like yep. if you really want to do them, do them. That's fine. There's no problem. If you don't like, you're probably not going to miss anything, but the hero quests are legitimately like really cool in a lot of cases. And they do in, they do kind of round out a lot of the characters. Um, I did. So I didn't do all of those, um, but I did okay. all of them for the main party because okay. like most of the, most of the ones that or for some of like the side heroes for some of the other classes, they can be a little bit like they can be fun and flavorful and like you're learning things, but they're definitely like the, the less important ones because like the ones that are for the actual like side characters, they're big and meaty where it's actually, you are learning something about them. It's like, Oh no, you're going and you're meeting this like person who's very integral in this person's life, this party member's life. And you're like really having this whole part of them unpacked. And it's honestly like kind of interesting because there were parts of, um, 
not to, I'm trying to think of ways to not like spoil certain yeah. things, but like, you know, there, I would go through the game and you would have these flashbacks, for instance, um, from whenever some of the characters were kids and there would be characters that would show up whenever they mm-hmm. were kids who like, you would see maybe like, it would be like a friend group that would show up like a different friend group yeah. who would show up whenever they were kids and be like, well, you saw one of them or a couple of them. Where were the other ones? Like whatever happened to them. And like, maybe you run into the first couple in the story, but it's like the other ones like, and then it's like they, the, all, the other ones only showed up in this rant, like in their like, hero quest, whatever. It's like, oh, because I went through that, I'm also getting some closure on just this random part of the lore that I was curious about. Like, so there's stuff like that where it's like, it's legitimately, there's some parts of it where it, to its, to its credit and maybe detriment, like there are, if you don't do some of those hero quests, there may be some loose strands kind of, hanging later where it's like parts of the game that you feel like I should have gotten some resolution about that. Maybe right. um, that if you don't like all I'm saying, go through, go through at least the parties here request okay. do those. Okay. Like I, I felt very comfortable that. going through those and doing those things. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Overall really liked it. Um, nice. Really enjoyed where it ended up. Um, final boss was a JRPG final boss. I think it took, hmm. I think he was five phases and it took me two hours after. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, from, from start of fight to end of cutscene, the end, end cutscene, it was about two hours, I think. Um, I mean, that sounds about right. That's yeah. the ordinary. No, no, it's, but it's very on par. Yeah. Um, cause I kind of went into it being like, oh, this is going to be quick. This is going to be, and it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't at all. Sounds so, like how the end of Persona 5 Royal was where you're like, yeah. oh my gosh, like, please just, <laughs> please just yeah, let me finish. Yeah. That, that's how most JRPGs <laughs> typically end, um, unfortunately, but, you know, we love them. Yes, um, yes yeah. we do. Other than that, though, it's playing some Stardew Valley again, Corey. I'm yeah, on it. Nice. Yeah. yeah I, 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 I have the itch as well, a little bit. Yeah. It's so small, though, because Ragnarok and Pokemon this week. Having having a daughter helps because sometimes she'll just like mm. she'll just be like, she wants to play farm. She wants to check on her pigs and her ducks and see Fair if it's enough. raining out and like just do like go see the beach. Go yeah. ride the bus. Like she just wants to, so I mean, like, um, yeah, so she ge- keeps me honest, gets me back into Stardew here and there. Wow. Um, same thing with Animal Crossing. She just, she wants to go fishing sometimes and hey, it's just I what it is. respect her for it. Yeah. It's yeah, nice. Yeah. Um, I say she wants to, but what she means is she wants me to go fishing while yes, she then she. goes somewhere else to play. Just. Yeah. By herself. That way she'd come back and be like, did you take care of my pig, dad? Right. I did. Yep. Good. Um, Good job. Yep. Yep. Um, but yeah, Corey, um, I guess we can talk about the big thing. Um, oh, yes. Take a, take a, take a break really quickly oh, while you hoist yes. your tool. Yeah. If you're, if you're watching the, I mean, I was going to say, if you're watching the video version, we don't have a video version. Corey is thrusting his uh, uh, hammer of uh, 
his mighty, mighty legend. Yeah, his Mjolnir. Um, off camera, um, like a maniac. Um, yes. So, so yeah, we're gonna give him a minute to calm down, and then we'll come back oh, no. and talk no, no, no. about about God of War Ragnarok right after this. Alrighty, Corey, we're back. We're back. We are talking about a game that has come out recently. That is maybe game of the year. What? Your game of the what? year? What? Maybe. What? Maybe. <gasps> maybe. Oh, no. Maybe. Tell us about it. Tell us, tell us why. I mean, well, let's, let's, let's lay the field work real quick. God of War Ragnarok <laughs> is the sequel to God of War 2018. It yes, is yes. what? The fifth main line entry in the game? Yeah. So there's, there's like, yeah, fifth, I guess maybe sixth, if you were to say Ascension is part of that. I mean, Ascension is like, it's a console God of War game, but it's like, it's definitely a side sheet. So like, yeah, if you count your like numbered entries plus the two, then yeah, it's number five. So Okay. But it's the second to uh, the revamp. Yes. Maybe the last, I don't know. They, they said this is the end of the Norse saga, which is cool. And yep. um, it, it definitely feels like it. And so, um, the, I guess, preface this, we're going to stay very uh, spoiler-free when it comes to story. Um, we might talk about some like big thematics, and big themes that the game has, um, and overall just like gameplay. And maybe like early hours, how we think it's done compared to his predecessor. Um, We won't be spoiling any major story moments or anything along those lines. That being said, um, I think it's a triumph so far. I like 16 hours in. I've been doing a a lot of the side content. Yeah. um, Which I also think that's uh, really where the game shines a lot too. Um. I'll get into that in just a little bit, but overall, I guess why I'm saying it might be the game of the year. Um, I mean, in terms of picking up where a previous game left off, it feels, in my opinion, relatively seamless. Like you get a very quick update of this is what's happened over the last, my guess is what, five years um, since 2018. They don't really say how much time has passed. I don't know. But Atreus is significantly older, not significantly, but like he's at least like tripled in size. Um, <laughs> I mean, like he, he's, I mean, big wrong. he's, yeah. he's a, he's a big boy. Um, so my guess is he, what he's probably like 10 or 11 in the first game. He's probably about 16, 17. Now is mm. kind of my guess. He's very angsty in this game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, very, very angsty. Um, but it, it picks up in Fimble Winter, which is pre-apocalypse to Ragnarok. It's like, hey, once yes. this happens, it's a wrap kind of a thing. That's where they're yeah. at. Um, and I think in terms of a narrative pickup, it feels, again, very seamless. Like you get very quick updates on what's happening um, with Kratos, Atreus, Mimir, other side characters, um, Freya. Um, trying to think century Brock you get it's like yep. here's kind of where everyone's at 
really quickly. It lays the groundwork exceptionally well. I do think it's a bit on the slower end when it comes to combat at the beginning. It feels really slow before it kind of goes breakneck speed at you, which I liked. Um, But where I'm at in the game, like combat is seamless. You have the axe out the gate, which still feels better um, than uh, the blaze of chaos, which you also have out the gate this time around. So it's really cool. You can kind of switch between those uh, two weapons relatively easily. Um, They've introduced a new layer of shield combat. There's multiple different types of shields that all offer different abilities that you can do some are like yep. more defense based others are uh, heavy on parrying others offer a little bit more damage that you can do with them um so on and so forth and you can kind of customize them with like how you would have different handles on your axe and blades you can also right. have different parts of the shield and so i think they've done an exceptionally great job of different um, of easing you into the combat, there isn't like a hard reset on combat either. In my between like skills you have at the end of the first game to skills that you have at the beginning of this game, you are paired back a little. They do give yeah. an explanation for it of Thibble Winter's kind of draining magic, um, but by and large, you kind of have everything, and you can anything that you want. You can kind of get pretty quickly. I think. I think yeah. it deals out experience points kind of like candy. Um, another thing, I think I brought it up, uh, I talked about it in Plague's Tale, I really appreciate games that reward you for doing specific play styles. And in God of War's case, it rewards you like, hey, you've done this move X amount of times now, now you can kind of customize this move and it's going to offer you different yep. variety now going forward. And you can see how many times you've done it as well, where your skill set is, where it's not at, and like you can kind of go to and from from there like oh i want to do this more this more um i really really enjoy like that aspect of games that reward you for your own play style yeah um i think before i get into more that's just my initial thoughts of it i really want to hear what your initial thoughts of it are um positive solid game it's good um Yeah, no, it's, um, yeah, I mean, it, for one, I am glad that I, like, my wife always kind of gets onto me about this, like, when, so, like, when Stranger Things came out recently, um, the, like, fourth season, it was like, you know what, it's been a while, I'm going to rewatch the first uh, few seasons. just so I can like go into it and give it the time that it deserves. Um, meanwhile, like we, we have also like, she, she's not super about that. She doesn't love it. Um, she'd rather just hop in and go, um, which, you know, we, uh, manifest, which is like a kind of semi poo poo. Um, but like, popcorny lost type show that was initially on NBC, then canceled, then pick up by Netflix. They came out with a new season. We, we watched it all, not even all that long ago, but we hopped in to that new season and the terms just flew right over my head. I was like, I have no idea what any of this is. And it was one of those things where like going into it, I was like, I was like, okay, I'm glad like, yeah, they do have, 
they have a good bit of like catch up stuff. They have a recap thing at the start. Um, the like an optional recap thing at the start. There's there are also like a number of times because like in the original game, a lot of the lore exposition was given when you were in your boat when you were traveling. Yes, um, you and Atreus and Mimir would have these conversations and whatever, and so you would learn a lot more just about like Norse mythology and some mm-hmm. of the history of some of these characters. Um, early on, like they're they kind of take some of that opportunity to kind of like reacquaint some Mm -hmm. of like some of these things, like how you may know, like how, how, how do you know Odin? How do you know these things? Like, Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Don't you remember? This is what we did. Like, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, which I, I mean, I appreciate even as somebody who's just recently played it, but also too, like, you know, it, hasn't come up a ton but there are more nods it seems like to because as much as it seems like god of war 2018 was like a reboot it wasn't it was like a it was a continuation of a story that just happens to like take on a new sort of energy and a new pantheon um like kratos's whole past still exists his whole like legacy is still out there. And it does seem like this game like does intend to Mm -hmm. dig into that a little bit more, like, Mm -hmm. you know, more so than the first game ever did. Um, which is incredibly interesting. I'm, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm having again, like further behind, I've had to kind of like, like kind of break it up a little bit. And like when I've had the chance to play, but like, Whenever I mean, it's it has been like it's it's been a lot of fun to play. It's been a lot of like I'm very interested in just like what's going to happen because mm-hmm. you know it's I feel like it's a thing where the first game like you kind of even though like there's some big revelations that happen or there's some small like kind of twists and turns that you didn't see coming the game as a whole, like you kind of know the arc. It's a father, mm-hmm. it's a father son story. They're going to struggle. They're going to butt heads. They're going to kind of come back together, but then they're going to really be at it. And then at the end, they're going to learn to see like, he's going to learn to accept that he's growing up and he's going to learn to accept that his dad's an old crusty man, but he yep. has a good opinion sometimes. And like, you know, they're going to be better for it. They're going to accomplish their quest. It's going to be this whole thing. Like, legitimately with this game i don't i couldn't tell you where it's Mm -hmm. going to go like because i think i mean part of that is to god of war's credit in that it doesn't it doesn't tell mythology as it's like typically told where it's like okay these are the stories this is like you know in in relation to like greek mythology like okay this is what happened to Perseus or mm-hmm. Hercules or like this is their story. God of War is not like just retelling their story with a stand-in character. They're fundamentally altering it where, you know, spoiler alert for the first God of War games like, you know, Kratos goes through and like murders the entire Greek pantheon. I don't think there's anything in the stories about like a mm-hmm. strange man running through and beating the shit out of Zeus on top of a cloud like, you know, and so, like, it is a thing where I don't know what's going to happen. I think, like, legitimately, and, you know, we're 
we're taking a vow not to speak too openly about it and spoil things, but like legitimately I, some of the thoughts that I had before this game where I was like, okay, maybe this could happen. Maybe this could happen. I don't know. Like I am a lot more, maybe not certain, but I am a lot more confident of the direction they may be going in after having played, you know, five to seven hours or so. Mm-hmm. Where like now, like getting into it, I'm like, I may not know where it's going, but I think I know what they're setting me up for here. I think I at least know their theme, like what is going to happen overall. Um, so it's been like, I'm very interested just to like keep going to progress, to see new things, see what's happening. But yeah, like you said, like there's um, God of War like has really good side content where there is like, you know, we mentioned it earlier, but like in the first game there was like, there were some legitimately kind of cool side quests, but there were also, you know, there was a whole thing with these three dragons who turn Mm -hmm. out to be dwarves. And, you know, there's the whole, like there are two realms that are completely like side areas, Muspelheim and Niflheim. And, Mm -hmm. um, you do those. And like, you also have the Valkyries and like, there's a lot of like just cool, neat side content and i haven't like done a ton a ton yet like there hasn't been a there hasn't been much that's opened up to me yet side content wise mm-hmm. um but the little bit that i've done you know there's a quest from amir pretty early on that i think is like you know very good yeah i mean like even if and that's the thing that i think they do well is even if the quest itself like even if you broke it down and you're like okay i mean this is basically just go here, do this thing, do this thing, what, you know, whatever. Like mm-hmm. they really take those opportunities to flesh out the stories of these characters, to make them like rounder, wholer people. And so like you want to experience it because you're like, okay, like, okay, maybe, maybe I don't enjoy the quest. Like maybe I love it. Who knows? But you know, maybe it's not my favorite thing in the world, but I really do want to learn more. Like I'm really interested in seeing a little bit more about this character. I really kind of want to know a little bit more about what's going on in this world or whatever. And you're going to get that. And that's the, that's the cool thing about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, also too, I mean, I think I like the, I like a good parry system. Mm-hmm. So the fact that they're like, you know, I mean, they, they, there's added emphasis. It's not like there's never been any of that. You always had like your counter Harry, yeah. whatever in the first game. But yeah, I mean, it's definitely like there's an added emphasis. Like, okay, you want to parry? You can parry. Yep. You, you can here's go. A sh- here's a shield <laughs> yeah. for you. And it is high risk, high reward. Yeah. Um, but the, I mean, they, I mean, it's even built into where it's like, okay, some enemies, they will like block or they'll do some sort of like potentially devastating attack where you'll have the opportunity, like it'll like prompt you, okay, you need to smack them in the face with your shield. right now like do it or you're gonna die like yeah um so i mean there's like they're really kind of pushing into that and like the upgrade tree kind of stuff again like like you said is i like anything that just kind of incentivizes you to play the way that you're playing and Mm -hmm. like you can kind of lean into it more and so like i think that stuff's really neat i'm glad that they're like and yeah i mean it, it doesn't really feel like there's it doesn't feel like you're missing things from the start like there are a couple of skills that you'll like 
maybe be missing, but even then it's not like, it's not like this, this big paramount skill. It's like, Oh yeah. I remember whenever I used to dodge, I could also like, if I dodged backwards, I could throw my ax out and I can't do that right now. But it's like, Oh, it's right there on the tree. I get it in like an hour. It's fine. Yeah. Like, you know, it's just some like random thing. Um, but, but no, I'm, Super into it. I'm super into where it's going. Um, I have been very non-spoiled about it and very careful. Mm. Um, so I legitimately have no clue, but um, very excited. Nice very time. into it. I mean, I, I'm loving it. Um, I just want to give you know, more detailed thoughts now that we kind of have like our initial bits out. Um, I think... Uh, for a game for 2018's God of War, it was such a game with a small ensemble, like a very small cast, mm-hmm. um, a very personal story that was so much more in conversation with who Kratos was and what the games were before. And I think it did it exceptionally well. Um, and I, th- so far in this game, it has opened up. Um, its size of itself, I think, significantly. Yep. It, its cast of characters is far larger than before. It's trying. It's telling a very big story. It's telling Ragnarok, and so it does feel epic in its scope. It feels grand in its scale, um, and it's really pushing itself. And I don't. I am currently really enjoying it. I don't know how they are going to land this ship i mean that's what we're talking about like yeah. i had no idea where it's going to go like the last game like you knew how it was going to end this game i don't know how it's going to end and i'm not concerned by it but i'm just like how on earth are they going to do it because it i'm further a little bit further along than you but where you're at it's it's about to change itself not change itself but it's going to add more layers onto okay. what it is. Um, that's the best I can give you. Um, <laughs> but it, it, I, it changes itself enough for me to be like, I thought I was picking up what you're putting down, but now I see what you're putting down. Yeah. Are you going to be able to pick it back up now though? It's yeah. kind of yeah. where I, where we're at. Um, but still it's so good. I do. And I saw this was uh, in a lot of reviews. It has some pacing issues. I agree with that to an extent because there is, the side content in this game is actually so expansive. There's so much you can do. I, th- I really appreciate that they have fleshed out uh, the realms that you visit, I think, to a very significant portion. Like, there is a lot in each realm now. It's no longer like a very linear path as it is for a lot of them in the first game. Um, but with that, I'm like, well, this is happening in the story, and I really feel like I should probably do that, but also me as me, like I want to go do some of the side stuff and the characters will call you out and like, Hey, shouldn't we be doing this? And I was like, Oh, well, no, we also need to do this. It'll help us in our quest going forward, which is a good excuse. But at the same time, it feels a little wrong. Like, I mean, Ragnarok's like about to happen or it's happening. It's never really like stated or like whether it is happening or, or like it's about to, I'm like, shouldn't, I really, you know, it's the game. I feel, I feel struggles between the idea of like the, again, the, the grand scale of Ragnarok and also like there are these small personal stories that you can also do. 
throughout yeah. the game. Um, that'd be like my only critique with it is that it just feels kind of wrong doing them at times, considering the circumstances of when they're happening. Yeah. Which I mean is a, I mean, is, is a legitimately valid criticism bit, which can also be levied against, you know, I mean, playing mass effect three, whenever the exactly. reapers are invading exactly. and you, yes. you decide to come do some random. It's exactly what it feels like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, and, it, and it's games in general where it's just, which I mean, and that's a, that's one other thing with like God of War Ragnarok that I think is legitimately like is a, I don't know. Like, I mean, I was going to say is a good thing. Like I like it. Oh yeah. But I could see where people don't is the like added, there's a level of added humor in um, God of War Ragnarok where yeah. it is like, there's a, like, it's not like funny slapstick. haha. Like, but there's a lot of like dry humor. There's a lot of, and, and the reason that I bring that up being like, there's some self-referential moments of mm-hmm. like, was it, we're going this way. Like, what are you wandering off for? Like, what are you like? Oh, my dad, he likes yeah. to, he likes to go look for, he likes to loot things sometimes. Yeah. Like he likes, he, he just likes to wander. Like, you know, yeah. I mean, they're like, and I think I like that kind of stuff, you know, cause it'll even be stuff like, you know, you may revisit an area that like you saw in the first game and it'll be like, wasn't the Sendry's thing over here? It's like, uh, I guess, guess they liked it better over here. Uh, I'm not going to compute. It's just, yeah. it, it's just right. It's here now. Um, yeah. and I like, I like that stuff because I think that that's the thing is like people, I mean, yeah, whenever you start digging down into it, you're like, yeah, I mean, it is kind of ridiculous that you would take now, like when Ragnarok is happening to go do this, like take another opportunity or forget about it. But at least whenever they like, when they acknowledge to some extent, like, Oh yeah, this is kind of ridiculous. Like let's kind of poke at it a little bit. Like Mm. I think that stuff for me, that stuff always kind of works. Cause I'm like, okay, like, you know, you, you get it. Like it's a serious story, but you also get like, it's a, it's a game. Some of the stuff is kind of like can, it seems in context kind of ridiculous. So like, you know, I, I like whenever games are able to do that to kind of like pull it back. And like, that is kind of the thing is like with even like Kratos, like there's a lot of humor, you know, just poked at the fact like he's the, he is the, um, Drax from oh, yeah. guardian of the galaxies where he's just like, doesn't understand the sarcasm, doesn't understand the humor. And it's just this like, you know, stuff blowing right past him. And there's like level of humor in that. And I think mm-hmm. like the fact that, you know, not that, I mean, I think f- depending on the perspective, like mythologies and stuff always do have like some level of humor where you yes. have like these yeah. tragedies and comedies and, you know, these kind of like stories being told. And I think, you know, I'm glad that they're able to, even in what has the potential to be a heavy, weighty story, the fact that they're able to kind of like draw in some humor and draw in some levity, I think is like good i like it yep um trying to think though there was another part i kind of forgot i do appreciate the game while in 2018's like again small ensemble of cast they referenced that they know who kratos is 
Yeah. Um, but it's yeah. n- it, because so much of the game is Kratos reflecting on his own actions and coming to terms with them and moving past them. It is interesting to see in this game. Um, his reputation precedes him in, yeah, in certain yeah. situations, and I find it very intriguing. And it opens up a lot of questions of like, okay, I'll try to. A lot of people are very aware of who Kratos is, and yeah. I'm like, so I, I I get that they didn't have this whole grand idea planned between different like mythologies and X Y Z of God hopping around. Yeah, but it is it opens the door to a lot of questions of like, oh, and y'all just let him do that kind of a yeah. thing. Like, no one thought it would be a good idea to help out other gods to prevent this thing from happening. Yeah, um, again, to have that idea of scope in mind. 20 years later, I understand it's very difficult, but it does raise the question. Because it's like, oh, like every, like they know, and you know, it's interesting. I think it's a very fun layer that they've added to it, and yeah. there's more talk on it too, with other familiar characters of, oh yeah, like you are the ghost of Sparta. Like it is, yeah. yeah. He, they they talk about him, talk about that in his time, and there's more honest reflection from Kratos's end. I feel like. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I find it very interesting. It's very cool. It's a good layer. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's funny just, yeah, again, because like you, you strip it away, like mythology at the end of the day, like are these, I mean, legends and epics and all these things are to some extent kind of blown out of proportion to, Mm. so to like, you know, to take them quote unquote, like seriously in that regard to have this like purity to it, where it's like, okay, these are the events that have to happen. And these are the things like can seem a little bit silly. Like, um, so it is like, so you do have to kind of pull away because yeah, by that same logic, I mean, who's to stop at the end of this game, some Egyptian God popping in and just stabbing Odin straight in the chest and just yep. being like, all right, done with it. Like, yep. I'm tired of it. I don't, I don't want to hear it anymore. Uh, one of your Ravens just flew over like, yep. and like pooped on my house and I'm done with it now. I'm done with it. And looks to everyone. You're welcome. Metal fingers. I'm out. Right. Like, you know, and there's, and there is, there is potential there where it's like, you know, why hasn't somebody else invaded this? Yes. Why in the time that Kratos has been here, has somebody else not shown up from some other pantheon to do some weird stuff? Because it's made um, very clear in 2018 that Tyr has visited multitudes of pantheons. Yeah. Like he yeah. is on like a first name basis with a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. And so it is a like, and that is the thing is like, I think whenever you come at it from that direction and you're just like, okay, weird stuff can happen and I'm here for it. Like Mm -hmm. that's whenever you can, and like you let yourself be grounded in the personal stories. Like you let yourself be grounded in the, like the father son relationship, the relationships between these people, the people who are, you know, Kratos struggling with his like warlike past. He's struggling with like, his sons wanting to grow up and move on and like 
you know, a father struggling with mortality, like mm-hmm. those very personal things. Those are the things that are like, okay, this is a serious thing. Like, this is the thing that I really want to have some like somber nature to, but legitimately if the end of the game comes and somebody from the Egypt pan- pantheon or Japanese pantheon or something like pops in there, I'm not going to hate it. No, I'm hyped. I'm ready. They, for it. they Bring do it. it. I'm all right. Let's go. Let's, I, this isn't sacred. Let's just, let's have it. Let, yeah. I'm, I'm, I trust you. Let's see where you're going. Let's see what you got. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I don't know. Do you have any I, other like no, thoughts kind I, of I, nothing rattling around? I can really talk about without spoiling it. Um, this right. something we do on a later podcast, whether it's a bonus yep. or regular. Um, where I think we'll, cause there's a lot of stuff I do want to talk about, but I just don't want to ruin that for anyone. Um, right. so yeah, we'll talk about it on a later date, but right now I'm really, really enjoying it. Um, I think it's so well made. There's a lot of love behind it. Um, and I'm very, very excited to see where it goes. I might be playing this for a while, but at the same, it's I'm caught in two minds of. Do I go for the plat first run and like, let's see it, let's do it all. Or do I chip away throughout the week, pick up Pokemon on Friday, play Pokemon, come back to it and then try and um, see the rest of it. I'm more, I think in the camp of like, let's see everything um, and then pick up Pokemon after. But yeah. I am so excited for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet that's coming out next week. Um this is the first time I think I've been excited for a Pokemon release since like black and white, which is a yep. long time. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a little giddy. It's, uh, it's fun. I, I am very giddy. Um, it's yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm definitely going to like split that. That is one of the benefits in being a parent is that sometimes they just decide for you what you're going to play. If, Mm -hmm. if my child is around and I have the opportunity to play something, then I guess it's going to be Pokemon. If she's not, then I guess it'll be God of War. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's a, I'm, I'm definitely planning on picking it up and, and I also have to, cause I have to keep a strict timeline. I got, uh, uh, Sparks of Hope I need to play before the end of the year. Oh, uh, so Midnight excited. Suns comes I out in December. Of, I want to play uh, Sparks of Hope as well. Again, you didn't, you didn't tell me Mario has a gun. That would have sold yeah, it for me. He has a gun. Mario he has a hammer. A he has a gun. He has a... No. I don't know. At least in the original, he didn't have a bazooka. Um, oh gosh, this game's amazing. Somebody has a bazooka. Who has a bazooka? That's incredible. Peach has a shotgun. I'm shocked that Nintendo has let their most popular IP ever. And they're like, but give them a gun. It is weird. It is a, it is a weird thing. I respect it so much. Yeah. It's Um, like if they remade the uh, crash bandicoot and it's like, it's crash, but with a gun. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I hope they just go that route for everything going forward. (laughs) It's like, how about this? But now with a gun. That's a Sonic dude. His name's just Shadow. Shadow is just Sonic, but he has guns. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe Ubisoft can make their own like Shmario franchise. Just branch it off and make them super edgy. Gosh, no, no one else would ever do. Like, I, I, I just can't believe like that's a real thing. It's just yeah. Mario with a gun. Oh, <laughs> it's 
amazing. <laughs> yeah, oh. it's good. Well, it's Corey, so I think that's an episode. Next yes. week, we're going to talk about Pokemon. Maybe some more God of War. We're going to talk about Pokemon. Yeah, because it's going to be out. We won't. Um, for everybody listening, I guess. <laughs> Still, I don't know who else we'd be talking to. Um, yeah, we do have plans to both do a um, spoilery God of War discussion and also mm-hmm. kind of a special uh, Pokemon discussion. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe have a guest. Maybe yes. have a friend. Maybe have somebody maybe more so. knowledgeable than us talk about maybe. Pokemon. Um, yeah, so look forward to that. I mean, it's November now. In the next couple of months, you're going to have some cool bonus episodes. You're going to have got good game of the year discussions. I was going to say mm-hmm. God of War discussions. But who knows? That could be all game of the war. Game of the, game of the year is is just yeah. ten. It's God of War ten times. Who knows? Well, you no, know, it's God of War, Elden Ring, Elden Ring, God of War, God of War, Elden uh, Ring, Pokemon right. Scarlet and Violet, Elden Ring, yeah. God of War, back and forth, and then Kirby and the Forgotten Land. You joke, but. <laughs> I, I like Kirby in the Forgotten Lands. I have no problems with I loved Kirby in the Forgotten Lands. I was it working, was delightful. I was looking at my list of there, and I'm like, that no, that game's way higher than that. Let's let's bump that bad boy up a few. I don't even know where where it is on mine. Yeah. I don't know. I need to work on mine. I haven't worked on mine in a while. Uh, I have mine. Uh, I have a I have a list, and I have a top ten that kind of moves in and out. And I have some like almost made the cuts. So currently, currently I have like fourteen or fifteen on my list. So, and I, I think have... it will definitely grow by the end because I have a couple more um, that I'm really going to try and squeeze in in December. Yeah, me too. Currently, I have what? That's where are we at? I have twenty on my list right now. Nice. Well, yeah. Mm. Um. Yeah. And that's barring. Still haven't played the new Tactics Ogre. Haven't played Sparks of Hope. Haven't played Midnight Suns. Haven't played Pokemon. Haven't played Sports Story. Teenage Exo Colonist. Teenage Exocolonist or um, what is it? Rogue Legacy 2. All these games and more coming up in the next month and a half. Um, Corey. We can do it. Yeah. Uh, Where can people find you on the internet, sir? They can follow me over on Instagram at hashslingingthrasher. Twitter is still kicking for now. Um, Yeah, boy. Every day I wake up, I'm like, is this the day? Is this this day? <laughs> is this when I wake up and Twitter doesn't exist anymore? Yeah, uh, you can follow me at Twitter at Stay Thrashy or our uh, Arcade Cozy page at Arcade underscore Cozy. Um, you know, again, we'll see how long it exists. I count the days at this point. Uh, but yeah. where can they find you, Chris? You can find me. At uh, Four Point Pixel on Instagram, at Swiss One Joe on Twitter, um, Arcade Cozy on Instagram as well, and Arcade Cozy at gmail.com. Send us questions, comments, uh, concerns, uh, curious uh, curiosities, um, and such. Um, intro, outro music, Johnny Be Good, 89. Um, friend, always. 
beautiful music, beautiful yes. man. Um, yeah, Corey, next week, Pokemon, it's coming. Oh, I'm pumped. That's I'm excited about it. Until then, everybody, uh, what do I say? Uh, life is hectic. There it is. Why should your hobbies be too? Dun. This is Arcade Cozy. Well, life is hectic. Why should your. Yeah, you know it. Go. Yeah, boy. <laughs> <laughs>